All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. unexplained ones if you are watching live with us you just saw tim hold up his very cool water bottle that's got bigfoot and all sorts of things on it and i was going to hold up my water cup which also has you know a um yeti on it but then i thought there's no need to advertise for them they make so much money so whatever you've got on there bigfoot go outdoors or something like that that's the way to go Anyways, we are happy to have you with us today. This is All Things Unexplained. I am CJ with my co-host, Dr. Mounts. Our other co-host is off teaching young minds this morning, so he couldn't join us. Our show is brought to you in part by Squatching.com. If you're thinking about getting a gift for your little unexplained ones out there with the uh, holiday of love coming up, you should head that way. Check out some of their Bigfoot-themed children's books, as well as lots of other fun adventures you could get into at Squatching.com. Our show does depend on the support of listeners like you. We would appreciate anything you can throw our way. You can find us on Venmo under the business accounts. Just look for at Bigfoot UFO. That's right, at Bigfoot UFO. All the fun things that we talk about on this show. And again, we do depend on listeners like you, and we appreciate anything that you might be able to contribute today. All right, we have a whole lot going on here at the show, but today we're going to focus on one event that has been sparking international conversation. It caught the attention of everybody across the United States last week. It spurred some wonderful memes that um, we shared back and forth with each other and all kinds of questions about what is it that China is doing? So you may recall that there was a balloon crossing the United States about the size of three school buses and everybody was dying to know what was going on. So a little timeline here. Before that balloon got to the continental U.S., on January 28th, the balloon entered U.S. airspace north of the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. This is according to a senior military official. Not totally sure why they didn't just shoot it down then, to be honest. Um, I think they had good reason. I'm sure they did. I don't know what that reason is. Any insight there, Tim? Well, of course, this is before it hit the continental United States, so we're calling this the pre-continental phase of the Chinese spy balloon. And sure enough, the infamous NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, acknowledged they were aware of the spy balloon. I know the acronym doesn't quite match up, does it? <laughs> I was really trying to figure that out. I had to do a double take, NORAD, N-O-R-A-D. I thought I knew what it meant, but did actually did not. North American Aerospace 
defense command. I feel like that's changed at some point. But hmm. certainly, and that was one of the questions I had when this entered the continental U.S., is where was NORAD? Did they not pick this up as it entered Canada, Alaska, that airspace? And they did. So NORAD is basically a joint entity between us and Canada. And Canada. Canada. And they said, yeah, Canada <laughs> Drive. And they said, we did pick this up, but we had no authority to take it down, which I thought was really interesting. Now, later on, I'm going to play some pilot interaction. So one thing I found interesting, though, about NORAD saying, hey, we didn't have the authority to take this down, is that there were FAA commercial pilots reporting this thing and interacting with it. And I'm thinking, well, my goodness. So NORAD said, in their estimation, it did not represent a physical threat to anything. Well, my goodness, Mm -hmm. if it's interacting with these airlines, and we'll play this in a little while, that kind of seems like a threat. This thing is as big as three school buses. You know, this makes me just so nervous to travel. We've done so many episodes now about things that pilots have seen <laughs> from commercial airlines and that people have seen from commercial airlines and nothing has ever said about them. Nothing's ever made to be a big deal. Like rockets flying by airplanes. Oh, just um, they must have missed seen. What? I know. Right. Well, on January 30th, the spy balloon entered Canadian airspace over the Northwest Territories, a senior military official said. Another scary thing about that, CJ, how often do these things or unknown things enter airspace over Canada and the United States and we don't ever know about it? Probably very often, honestly. And it is so scary. So yeah, it entered the Canadian airspace. Then on January 31st, now we have our first time that it is above the continental U.S. So the balloon traveled south and re-entered U.S. airspace over northern Idaho, which, by the way, I really want to go there. <laughs> it looks very beautiful. Bigfoot it's lives picturesque. in Idaho. Did you know that? But yes, I did know. Bigfoot. Um, So it's over northern Idaho, and this is according, again, to a senior military official on January 31st. So that's three days after we saw it over Alaska. The balloon flying through the sky. To me, that I don't know. Is that slow? That seems kind of like a slow-moving balloon, considering how high up it was. Well, it's interesting you should say that. I I really wish somebody like Avi Loeb we do an analysis of that. And by the way, Bigfoot, shout out to a friend of the show, Becky Cook, author yes. of Bigfoot Lives in Idaho. In Idaho. <laughs> Bigfoot's all over Idaho. So who knows, maybe they respond on the Bigfoots there. But I wish somebody like Avi Lowe would do an analysis because they, they said at some point this balloon had no navigational capabilities. It was merely floating along the air. Which, by the way boggles my mind that that was the case what i don't know is if that was the original case did it look did it originally have navigational ability because i feel like you would think it would 
Or did it lose navigational ability somehow? Was there some sort of mechanical failure? I have yet to see that reported. Yeah, I would think that if it had, if it was designed to be spying, that it would have some kind of navigational capability. That they would have areas that they were targeting. Well, what's interesting about that is here's this massive balloon now flying over restricted airspace, unannounced. And I was talking to friend of the show, military consultant, Mr. J. We know that if we were to fly a drone, a small drone, for example, over the AT&T big hole facility down the road, <laughs> we would be arrested. <laughs> and that thing would be taken down quick. Yeah. But yet a balloon the size of three school buses with what they say is spying capability is just allowed to go wherever. It just blows my mind there. Well, on February 1st, one day later, CJ, one of the earliest sightings of the balloon, and this is now over the continental U.S., was confirmed by ABC News in Reed Point, Montana. So this is, when we say confirmed sightings, we mean confirmed by somebody other than military and aerospace officials. Right. Okay. And But this is where the UFO connection comes in, part of the UFO connection. Because at this point, there were a lot of UFO sightings on social media. And we have to wonder, how often do we see these UFO sightings and videos, mm -hmm. etc., of what appears to be real things, unexplainable things in the sky, un definitely unidentified things in the sky. How often do those just get... Never acknowledged, right? Right. But here we finally do get an acknowledgement, and it was confirmed by ABC News, that yes, these UFO sightings that are going up on social media, and we're going to play one for everybody in a minute. A lot of you have probably seen some of these. That's the spy balloon. So that's 4, 4.21 p.m. that that was first confirmed. And then at 6.46 p.m., same day, more than two hours later, it was filmed east of Reed Point in Billings, Montana. Other footage captured it over Billings over the next hour as civilians wondered again what the object was. From Montana, the balloon traveled southeast through South Dakota, not a place I really am interested in going to, and Nebraska, according to U.S. officials. So I believe this is where we have a video. Right. And so, interestingly, a lot of these UFO reports started happening over Montana. And I think we have a video. Now, I believe this was by a meteorologist there from Montana. And what's interesting about it is it really does remind you of the moon, right? Like, if you just saw somebody oh, zoomed yeah. in on this object, it looks like the moon. Yeah, it does look like the moon in that image. This video was shot by Chase Doak over Billings, Montana. And let's give it a little play here. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am sitting in my driveway here in Billings, Montana. And right now, there is a ground stop on our airport. And this thing is up in the sky. And I have no idea what it is. It's been there stationary for about the last 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's about 5.30 on 
Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. I have no idea what this thing is. I hope it's in focus. Um, I'm shooting at it with about a 500 millimeter lens on, with a uh, two times teleconverter on it. So this is at about a thousand millimeters right now. Uh, and for those of you who think uh, this might just be the moon, it is not the moon. The moon is off to my right. I can see it. Uh, this is significantly smaller than the moon. Um, All right, again, for those of you who might think this thing is the moon, there's the thing. And whoa, there's the moon. <laughs> it's not the moon. Oh, whoa, look at that shot of the moon. Yeah, he kind of nailed it, though, right? Like, he, this meteorologist, I believe, from Billings, Montana, he knew what people would think. He, yeah. But that is kind of scary. Yeah. I'm not sure I actually knew that they had stopped uh, traffic, air air traffic in Billings. Well, I, from what I knew, they stopped it, like, at every airport as the thing moved. Um, but it's interesting to me that he said it was just stationary in the sky there for more than 30 minutes. That seems strange to me, considering how much this thing moved, especially from that day to when it moved out over the Atlantic Ocean. That seemed like a brief moment in time, but it just, that seems impossible to me if it's just sitting above Billings, Montana, stationary. Right. And what's interesting about this is that at this point, it was not a spy balloon. It was not a Chinese spy balloon. It was just rogue people catching it on social media, right? And right. I feel like this really pressured the government, the Pentagon, to admit what was going on, right? Because so many people were getting it on social media. It really applied a lot of pressure. And on February 3rd at 9.41 a.m., social media sightings, as I said, began to pop up as this balloon moved southeastwardly across the continental United States. And ABC News confirmed another sighting of the balloon around 9.41 a.m. Eastern on Friday when it was filmed over Sabitha, Kansas. And I have some very interesting pilot audio to play. This is from commercial airline pilots over Kansas and perhaps part of Missouri. This pilot audio comes from TikTok user Futuristic Frenzy. Okay, we've seen that object around a minute ago, uh, the captain myself. I saw it dive like 20,000 feet in seconds. The first officer didn't catch it, and then he uh, went off to our 4 o'clock position. American 1743, can you say that again? Yes, sir. Uh, that object that we're talking about that was at our 3 o'clock about a minute and a half ago, I saw, the captain saw it dive about 20,000 feet in seconds, and then it was below us. That's what it appears now, and to our 4 o'clock position. American 1740. Wow. You know, those balloons, they just <laughs> dive 20,000 feet in seconds. <laughs> no big deal. So you commented the balloon appeared to be really be sitting still in this video by yeah. the Billings, Montana meteorologist, and they are telling us it did not have navigational control, but airline pilots saw it dive 20,000 feet in seconds. Yeah. I mean, that's that seems unexplainable to me. Yeah, it does. Also, what's in Billings, Montana? 
Is there an Air Force base or something out that way? It sounds so familiar. I think actually Adventurer you know? Dane Beck's father's dude ranch is <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> somewhere around like. Billings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's sure. That could be it. But I'd be curious to know why it sat there. Oh, wow. It's really pretty. <gasps> oh, it's amazing. Okay, let's, let's go to Billings, Montana. I know. You know what? We can tour if we go to Billings. The dude ranch. We can tour... The endless arrays of intercontinental ballistic missiles ready to invoke <laughs> oh. simultaneous atomic destruction. <laughs> Is that where they are? <laughs> oh, they're all—they're definitely spread out across Montana. I'm sure some of them are known. Some are definitely not known. Yeah. Okay. So that would make sense why there was a pause over Billings, Montana, if that's true. Well, that's certainly the rumor. You know, that's certainly floating around. The conspiracy theory mill. And what I want to know is, I want to go back to NORAD. NORAD said, this did not pose. And by the way, what good is NORAD anyway? If And you know what else NORAD admitted? They admitted there were at least four balloons that flew over right. the United States in the previous administration that went undetected. Whoops. Now, I, what what's weird about that statement, though, is how do they know they flew over if they were undetected? That they knew that, yeah, if <laughs> they were undetected. <laughs> uh. And I don't know, but that's literally what they said. Four, at least four balloons were undetected in the previous administration by NORAD. NORAD says this balloon did not pose a physical threat. But I'm telling you, if this thing is diving 20,000 feet in a few seconds and later just sitting still and is three times as you know size of a school bus that sounds like a threat to our commercial airlines yeah it really does yes so after this pilot audio about an hour later it appeared farther east over saint joseph missouri where it was filmed and who was doing the filming there between 11:56 a.m and 12:28 p.m Video footage captured the balloon farther east over Cameron, Missouri. About 30 minutes later, it was seen farther south within the Kansas City metro area in Lee's Summit, Missouri. The balloon appeared to be heading toward North Carolina, according to senior U.S. official familiar with the situation. I know Tim was just standing outside waiting for it, taking selfies, hoping to get a balloon selfie. I really was. I was really excited about this. <laughs> and our social media was blowing up with interactions yes. on updates about this balloon. And on February 4th, and I believe this is Saturday, February 4th, yes, Saturday morning, ABC News started to confirm sightings of the balloon in North Carolina. That's Saturday morning, February 4th. February 4th, I'm blissfully unaware. Because that morning, I was dining with my gal pals and getting a pedicure for what's known as Galentine's Day. <laughs> is that a thing? Galentine's Day. <laughs> That's what we called it. We went out for Galentine's Day, which was fun. It's me and five other moms, and um, we all have little boys around the exact same age, which is just wild. I've, it's so interesting because my daughters all had girlfriends their age, and now my son all has boyfriends his age. So, anyways, I digress. February 4th is a good day for me. Did you go to Asheville? I heard Asheville was big for Galentine's Day. I did not go to Asheville. 
You know what? Asheville would have been a nice place to be for Valentine's Day. Some good coffee, some funky scenery. Especially because what was happening in Asheville Saturday morning, CJ? Essentially a hot air balloon show. (laughs) (laughs) How romantic. Because this balloon was flying over Biltmore. Biltmore Park in Asheville, North Carolina. Which was well worth a visit, by the way, for our listeners. Yes, it is. It's gorgeous. Great place for Galentine's, for getting spied on by Chinese spy balloons at the Chinese Spy Balloon Festival. Yes. <laughs> Sunrise with the balloon festival. Sounds great. Which is a good thing with some Biltmore wine, Biltmore coffee. Yeah. Sign me up. Well, later that morning... About 10.30 a.m., 10.22 a.m., the balloon continued to move southeasterly over North Carolina with sightings over the Hendersonville and Saluda areas before being captured over the Eagle Lake neighborhood in Charlotte. So while CJ was out celebrating Valentine's Day, I was out at my kids' basketball games. My six-year-old daughter had a game that morning at 9 and I kid you not, so this is in the Triangle area, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area of North Carolina. And when we left the gym at 10 a.m., the sky was full of military aircraft. Like, it was oh. obvious. And and other people noticed it, too. Contrails everywhere. There were a lot of contrails. Actually, before the game, on our way to the game, my son and I, in the driveway, and I should have got this on film, but we watched one of the crafts making, actively making the contrails, which we usually don't see. We do often see singular contrails in the sky, but this morning, February 4th, they were everywhere, and we watched this one craft make the contrails and it was moving and it was way up there and you could see the craft you could tell it was definitely not a commercial craft one thing that amazed me and i'm not sure what this phenomenon is but here's the craft zipping across the sky you could see it making the contrails when we're saying craft we mean like a fighter jet yes okay and out ahead of it in the sky is like a clear blue path ahead of it I have no idea what that phenomenon is, but it was amazing. After my daughter's basketball game, this would be at 10 a.m., the skies were just littered. Contrails and fighter jets and perhaps other kinds of military craft all over the sky, all in the sky. It was amazing. Getting ready to take it down. Well, and they um, finally did. (laughs) They finally did take it down. So at 11.15 a.m., the balloon was captured over South Carolina in Lancaster. I didn't know there was a Lancaster in South Carolina. There's Lancasters everywhere. Lancasters. Uh, as it continued moving in southeastward toward direction toward the coast. And we all knew what their plan was. As our president said, well, we're going to take care of it. That's right. And sure enough, at 1.30 p.m., and we have some amazing video of this in a minute. The balloon was seen over a place that pretty sure CJ and I have both been to many times, the city of Myrtle, Myrtle Beach on South Carolina, <laughs> along with the U.S. fighter aircraft. I think you've been a few more times than I've been. <laughs> 
So it was over Myrtle Beach, and so were a whole lot of fighter aircrafts close by waiting. So at 2.39, <laughs> its voyage came to an end. Footage captured the balloon being shot down over the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of South Carolina. Now, you said we have some amazing footage here. I was pretty underwhelmed by the footage that I saw, so I'm hopeful that you have something I haven't seen before. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be amazing because I'm going to set this up for the folks listening on podcast. By the way, you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. There were a lot of videos that showed from a distance, you know, the balloon getting shot down. And they were interesting, certainly. But this video is next level. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is somebody in a neighborhood somewhere around Myrtle Beach. And the F-22 Raptor that shot the balloon down literally scorched over the tree lines, over the neighborhood, Ooh. on its way to the balloon. And you could see it coming in, like circling in. Yeah. There's nothing more exhilarating than that sound. And it is just mind-blowing. Yes. And I will discuss that after the video. Yeah. Have you ever been to an air show before or seen like the Blue Angels fly? Or I have, and they're kind of scary. Oh, it's amazing. All right, here we go. Video from a neighborhood somewhere around Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And you can see right now, this is just a a neighborhood out there along the somewhere close to the beach, right? Lots of trees just in the hood, neighborhood. Here we go. But I want you to keep an eye on the right side of the screen here, CJ. Okay. And you'll see this thing come zipping in. Here we go. I'm looking. This video is by Facebook user Mike Shario. Oh, there it is. There it is. Holy. love that sound so much. Here it goes, going in for the kill shot. With the tailgaters watching. <laughs> I love this so much. And they're loving it. The crowd is going crazy. <laughs> There's something so great about this video. <laughs> yeah, you see shiny stuff. They got the balloon and that was it. <laughs> I see shiny stuff. <laughs> what is Splashboard. My goodness, is this for real? Is this for real right now? I'm telling you, you can't beat this one, this video. No, you cannot. <laughs> and there's a good conclusion. It was like a good movie. I wanted to see it. I started to drive out to Myrtle Beach just to see this. I bet you did. Here it is coming back. Here it comes again. Alexa, put your 
Sonic Boom. You'd hear Sonic Boom. There he goes, flying back over their neighborhood. Boom, though. So cool and funny. I'm actually kind of crying a little bit listening to those people crying with laughter. It's pretty, pretty epic, right? The Sonic Boom. I let me tell you, Sonic Booms are amazing. Growing up in Palmdale, California, we were right near Edwards Air Force Base, and so they would launch planes all the time and every once in a while I would just be in the backyard and it would be like <laughs> like just this earth shaking in your chest could feel it in your brain boom from a sonic boom out of nowhere you know when you're younger it's kind of scary but as you get older it's cool but I love that they were like Alexa plug your ears I thought at first they were talking to their Alexa which they obviously can't have one of those in their house can you imagine yeah, Alexa, put the dishes in the dishwasher. I'm sorry. I am unable to do that. You know what, Alexa, plug your ears. That reminds me of Hal, the <laughs> evil computer from 2001 in Space Odyssey, where they oh. try to get Hal to stop listening to them. <laughs> At first, I kind of thought that's what they were doing. Like Alexa was spying on them or something. Yeah, right. Like, And I wonder if Alexa, the computer Alexa, would be like Hal. Like, okay, you could tell it to stop listening. Right. And it can say it's not listening. But would But is it really not listening? Like, how would you know? Yes. How would you know what it's yeah. plotting? But yeah, Alexa plugged her ears. One thing I wondered about this. <laughs> if you watch, Before the sonic boom! Yeah, if you watch this, CJ, I wondered, okay, this is just a harmless spy balloon, right? Something like that. Well, we sure came in heavy. There's a scene from yeah. The Sopranos. And I never really did watch it a whole lot. But there's a scene from The Sopranos where Tony comes into his, I believe it's his uncle's establishment. And there's a little bit of trouble, right? And he just won't, But they're just trying to have a talk. And uncle tells Tony, look, if you come back in here again, you come heavy or you don't come at all. <laughs> so it made me think of this video, the F-22 raft, Raptor being sent. To take down this balloon, did they really have to come in that heavy? Or does that tell us something else? Well, they came in that heavy because everybody was watching. And because Joe Biden said, we're going to take care of it, right? Now he's got everybody's eyes on him. Well, how are you going to take care of it? And then you heard all those people hooting and hollering like it was dang 4th of July. Like everybody was just waiting for a show. So you're saying there's a bit of psyops at play here? Well, yeah, but also... Why, why, if you want to gather intelligence from something, do you shoot it with a missile? <laughs> yes. Like, think of all the things that you could destroy and not have any access to after you shoot it with a missile. That's right. Let's revisit that in our final thoughts. Okay. So, the balloon was ultimately downed in U.S. airspace over U.S. territorial waters by fighter aircraft, as we just saw and heard, assigned to U.S. Northern Command. This is according to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, struck by that F-22, firing a missile roughly six nautical miles off the South Carolina coast. And then, recovery efforts were underway. Did you see pictures of them pulling that balloon onto that tiny boat? <laughs> yes. And by the way, 
So this was shot down on February 4th, which was, as of now, almost a week ago. And they still Mm -hmm. have not apparently recovered the main electronics from the balloon. That some of these are basically at the bottom of the ocean now. They sure were being extra cautious here, right? They shot it six miles off the coast. And now, they, a week later, they still haven't collected all the balloon. So do we know that they didn't get all of the parts or that the parts just haven't been given to the FBI yet? Because I know that the FBI has been given some parts that they have gone through. And what I my understanding was that they just had not been given all of the parts. But is it that the parts are not in their care at all? In the U.S. Carol? Well, right. It's my understanding that the majority of the balloon parts, at least the relevant ones, like what you might call the black box type of stuff, mm-hmm. is still in the ocean somewhere. Well, imagine that. Right. And I posed this <laughs> question to some people, and I'm not sure the answer. Would we have reason to deceive the public on that? Well, you know my thoughts on that. I think that the government deceives the public in all ways, in every way. That might be a conspiracy theorist in me, but yeah. I have to throw a, a question at you, CJ, point blank here. Should we have brought this down over the continental U.S., overland somewhere? Well, I don't know. I don't have enough of my own military intelligence to answer that, I don't think. The reason that they gave for not doing that was for fear that they might um, harm the public, not knowing what was inside of it. But it's funny to me that they... Didn't They didn't shoot it down because they didn't know what was inside of it. And now they've shot it down and were not able to recover most of it, but are coming out and telling the public like, oh, it was nothing more than they already have. They already have the capabilities to spy on us in different ways. This offered nothing more than that. Well, how can you be so sure? You had no idea what it was before and didn't shoot it down. Now you've shot it down and you have no access to any of it because it's the bottom of the ocean, but you're sure that I had no other capabilities. How many times have spy balloons or similar technology flown over the United United States undetected and or detected but not revealed to the public? This is something I would like to know. Is this a precursor to an attempt to imagine, let's say, thousands of balloons in the sky with some sort of other capabilities, let's say nuclear capabilities. You know, I hate to go Mm. there. That hypothetical was posed to me by somebody else, and it's a pretty scary thought. And is it coincidence, by the way, that North Korea just had a nighttime parade? You talk about a creepy parade. A nighttime (laughs) intercontinental ballistic missile parade, of all things. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. So we're literally talking about a parade for the public instead of floats, you know, of like um, (laughs) Santa, Snoopy flying by. Turkeys. Turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) You've got all these folks cheering on a parade of intercontinental ballistic missiles. Yikes. Which the headline was, North Korea now has, they've ramped up their production of these so much, the headline was North Korea now has enough intercontinental ballistic missiles to overwhelm American defenses. Oh, at the same time, by the way, we just shot down a Chinese spy balloon over the continental United States. Yeah. 
seems like a lot of coincidences there. Hmm. That's a whole lot to think about on a Friday morning. Yes, it is. And then <laughs> real quick, I just want to circle back to the paranormal aspect of this. In terms of UFOs, I feel like there's no doubt that some percentage of UFO sightings have got to be this type of balloon. We keep hearing about weather balloons, which is ironic, right? Right. Our government. That here we actually have what the Chinese are calling a weather balloon, and our government's like, it's not a weather balloon. Exactly. (laughs) The most recent UFO report to Congress by the Pentagon pegged a lot of the UFO UAP sightings on weather balloons. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, how ironic. Now they're saying, oh, well, China's saying this is a weather balloon. And now the Pentagon said, nope, this ain't a weather balloon. Yeah. Oh, it's all so frustrating. What are your what are your final thoughts here on what's going on? What do you think was happening? It's scary. I do think this was controllable in some way. It definitely was collecting data. Now, whether that was just weather data or not, I don't know, but I feel like it probably was more than weather data. We know we cannot trust anything that comes out of China as an official report. There is no such thing as the media in China. There is only what the military and the government says. That's media in China. So there's only one singular voice that comes out of China, and you cannot trust it to be accurate. More times than not, there's probably some shade of truth to it, just to give it enough credence to be put out there and make people wonder. I question, you know, a lot about this, why it was allowed to go over Canada, over Alaska, across the entire continental United States. I just don't know what to make of it, but it's it's kind of scary. It is scary. I much prefer Valentine's Day <laughs> and hot air balloons. <laughs> oh, goodness. And I do want to say this one last thought about it because I heard a recent story about Bob Lazar. And Bob Lazar was traveling, of all things, with Robert Bigelow and George Knapp from Coast to Coast AM. And they were going to some sort of diner. And I felt, and it was somewhere around Area 51, which I just thought, man, I would have loved to have been in on that, on that trip, right? Like they're just heading to this yes. remote diner in Area 51, and all of a sudden they pull over, and Bob Lazar has a Mylar balloon, and decides he wants to get do a little trick here, and he wants to fly this Mylar balloon over this portion of Area 51 or S2. Oh, man. Because he knows what Mylar balloons do to radar signatures. And he just wants to show <laughs> okay. George and Happen, Robert Bigelow what's going to happen. And just so happens the wind's blowing the wrong direction, doesn't blow it over Area 51. And Robert Bigelow's like him and George Knapp just took a big, you know, breath of sigh of relief. Like, whoo, you know, they honestly thought they were going to get arrested. And, and, and yeah. here's Bob Lazar just playing this... Uh, interesting you know funny prank that i just couldn't imagine that i was like wow i I would have loved to have been there but here they are you know just rogue citizens the united states thinking you know knowing better than even fly a mylar balloon over restricted airspace right 
and we have another country invading our airspace essentially unabashedly and with no consequences. Yeah, grounding our travel. I mean, as if there hasn't been enough of those problems lately. Well, for those of you that stuck with us, we would love to hear your comments as well. Head over to some of our social media accounts, leave us some notes, share your thoughts, send us an email, tell us your experiences. Did you see the balloon? Did you get it on footage? What were your thoughts? Also, I'm going to hit you guys with something real right here, right now. I need some new headphones, like legit. My headphones broke and I'm using my five-year-old's headphones and they hurt my head. I have a headache. So I need you all to head over to Venmo at Bigfoot UFO under the business accounts. Hook me up with some new headphones, please. Those really are Blue's Clues headphones. (laughs) They (laughs) literally are for my children to use on airplanes when we travel. And now my head hurts so badly I can't even think. So help a mama out with some new headphones. That's right. That's my plea. Please do. Please do. Well, I enjoyed it today, CJ. Me too. Spy balloons, UFOs, they're all over the place. All right, everybody. Stay unexplained. Keep looking up. Smitty, sorry you're teaching right now. Yeah, and it's too bad you're not here because I don't know what you say for our outro, Smitty. Stay strange and love the unexplained. Be happy. No, listen to all things. <laughs> Have your sweat towel nearby. (laughs) Yes. For real. Be happy, be strange, and listen to all things unexplained. I think I got it. That's pretty good. (laughs) Smitty's been replaced. (laughs) See y'all. Send me your headphones, Smitty. Okay. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts at Bigfoot UFO. If you can't get enough of us, please check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats, Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.